The Makers and Shakers Society, Episode 1. This is Oliver, if you don't already know. You probably don't recognize me because of the beard and the, the deerskin outfit. Sorry. That's just how it is these days. None, none of the old clothes are left. It's 2075 by your calendar. My granddaughter, when she was 11 or 12, taught me that memories are alive in the landscape. All you have to do is show up, humble your ego, look and listen. If you wait long enough, they surround you, almost as if you're living them again. She told me how you, the ancestors, would be here too. My time is short. It's my 75th year. The cancer will kill me soon. I've journeyed to this little house in Kingston to conjure you up because I'm the only one left who can bridge the chasm between now and then. Your other children are gone. I'm the only one who remembers you, who remembers how to speak to you. Dear, dear ancestors, you who carried us into the world and held sway over our childhoods, you who worked too hard and clutched your hopes like a lifeboat in a storm. You who turned away from the catastrophe like it was just a bad movie. You still living in the third decade of the 21st century, but who died before things got really bad. Listen, I'm haunted 
so much I was afraid to feel, afraid to say, so many questions I never asked, so many thank yous I never said. In order to speak the truth and ask those questions now, it's necessary for me to tell you four life stories. So bring your faces around to the east and let the dawn soak you with the bleached light of the future. There's so much you never knew, even when you were alive. Okay, let's start with this. It's a photo of Lia Zhang I've carried with me all this time. See? August 2018. Do you remember? I was at home alone, as usual, working on a new song. Caught in the funhouse maze again. Caught in the devil's guard. Oh. Leah? Hey, Ollie. I'm back. What's up? Not much. You? Wanna hang? Uh, sure. Now? Meet me at the pier and bring your bathing suit. Sure. It was the very end of August. The pier was packed. I still remember how beautiful Leah looked coming out of the water that day. Yeah, Ollie, over here. Leah Zhang. Where have you been? In China with my parents. Like, for six weeks, don't you remember? Oh, yeah, I, I think you told me. Shall we go over here? So, how'd it go? It was great. This was the trip where I was finally introduced to the relatives. So, yeah, they're good people, most of them. So, China's not the evil empire. No, the government of China may be the evil empire, but not the people I met. We took a long trip inland by bus to where my mother's parents still live. It's the country, right? Dirt, poor. Some people don't even have, like, running water. Rural China. Not really part of the news cycle these days. No, it's mostly old people living there these days, but... No, the younger people move to the city where they're exploited in the sweatshops making our smartphones for starvation wages. So, what's happening with you? Not much. I went with Kathy and Ron to a cottage for a week. <laughs> My parents would hate it if I called them by their names. <laughs> well, yeah, Kathy and Ron like it for some reason. The rest of the time I've been, like, you know, writing songs and shit. And Grace, Seth, anything from them? Yeah, uh, Seth says he wants to start an environmental club at school. Sorry, Fridays for Future. There's this girl in Sweden who... Yeah, her name is Greta something. I'm not sure how you pronounce her last name. You know about this? Yeah. Look, it's not such a bad idea starting a Fridays for Future club. Seriously? Sure. Uh, we're in deep shit as far as the climate goes. You know that. Okay, but what can a bunch of high school students do? I don't know. It just seems like a big ego trip for everybody. Not really. Kids protesting. It's not such a crazy idea. It might make people notice. Notice? Yes. Make changes? No. Uh, Ollie, don't be cynical. I think we should both join. 
What do you say? Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Uh, if you say so. So, what are you doing later today? Not much. Like, my parents and sister are away for the weekend. I'm all by myself. Really? So, how about... Shall I come over and spend the night? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) What about Larry? Larry made those movies about Leah on her longboard that were really incredible. They were still a thing as far as I knew. Larry... Come on, Ollie, that was months ago. Besides, it was bad sex, if you want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course I would like you to stay over tonight. You know that, Leah. All right, Uh, I'm I'm just going to have to go lie to my parents real quick. Hi, uh, they ho? Mm Mm-hmm. I was a weird-looking kid, I guess. Long, stringy hair, thin face, too tall. The girls weren't lining up to go out with me, that's for sure. So, sorry to disappoint you, I never spent a night like with anybody before. Leah, on the other hand, had pull. She'd had many sexual experiences and decided to teach me a few things. That was really nice, yeah. Last night. Yeah, it was. Scrambled eggs? Yeah, great. So, here we are, having breakfast like a married couple. Good morning, sugar. Uh, scrambled eggs. Oh, schnockums. How sweet. <laughs> yes, please. Do you think married people are ever really happy? <laughs> My parents would swear they are, but no, I think people are just very good at pretending. My parents tolerate each other. You know, they probably need each other in some ways, but I don't think they would still be together if it wasn't for me. Yeah? I was born five months after they got married. They had just finished high school. It was a big embarrassment. And because of that, I don't think they ever acquired the, uh, the parenting gene. But they had Annika four years later. Absolutely. It doesn't make sense. All through our childhood, Kathy, Kathy wrote uh, fiction books. Uh, now that we're older, she's finally finished her first novel. There you go. Looks delicious. Thanks. Oh, it's good. So, how about your father? Oh, Ron renovates houses, and he goes around uh, bragging about Kathy. Uh, He brags a lot, my father. The man is seriously insecure. Are you close to either of them? We all live in the same house, but we're more like housemates than we are a family. 
On the surface, my parents are the opposite of yours. Yeah, Peter and Sarah, as they now call themselves, <laughs> came from China from before I was born. They've tried very hard to be respectable and fit in, which is not easy in Kingston, but they want the same for me. Yeah. But for some reason, I've never been able to fulfill their expectations. You're a good student. You always finish your homework on time. I have to, Ollie, otherwise I couldn't live with them. So? I hate the world they've embraced, <laughs> but it's complicated. Well, why? When we were in China this summer, my parents dropped something on me that they'd never told me before. Uh, we were standing in Tiananmen Square in Beijing. Does that mean anything to you? Well, of course. Uh, late 80s, student protests, the massacre. Yeah. My parents were there, <laughs> Ollie. That's where they met. They defy their parents by, you know, risking their lives and reputations. When the tanks moved in, my parents were able to escape, but my father still has scars from the bullets. They never told you this before? I had no idea. Two of my father's closest friends were killed. He lost all his hope. It was my mother who nursed him through those terrible months. And eventually, because... My dad comes from a very privileged family in Shanghai. They were able to leave. That's an incredible story. It's why my parents want to be respectable and fit in. Okay. I see the complicated part. I don't know. You know, maybe it helps me understand them a bit better. I guess I'm not so different from them after all. I walk past my old high school building. The walls are surprisingly intact, considering all the flooding. But the roof's mostly gone. People are still living on the first floor. Hello. Take care. So it was that Leah and I became founding members of the Fridays for Future Club Kingston Collegiate and Vocational Institute, along with Seth Peters and Grace Dollywell. My parents approved because they thought it would get me out of the house. They were right. All right, let's start. We've got a report on the sit-in at Nancy Pelosi's office. Seth was the clear leader. As one of the few black students in the school, he'd already been organizing for greater diversity on school committees and curriculum. Molly, do you want to start? Yeah, I've got some pictures on my phone. Molly was alt-girl back then. Tattoos, orange hair, the mismatched clothing thing. Yeah, this was just two days ago. 150 protesters, including Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, showed up at Pelosi's office. So, so young. Who are these people? AOC is Molly was going out with Ridley. Mm-hmm. White progressive. Okay. Okay. Pelosi is the leader of the Democratic caucus. Mm-hmm. She's more conservative. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, you can see the kid signs here. Like, no more excuses. Uh, back the deal. Green <laughs> jobs. jobs. They all yeah. look so young. Our age, even some of them. Yeah, um, they're advocating for a Green New Deal to fight climate change. I think this is great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Awesome. It's, yeah. Um, 
Next, Cameron wants to tell us about COP24. Yes, COP24, December 2nd to 11th in Poland. Cameron, another confident male. They surrounded me. Al Gore like and Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Yeah, Greta's traveling there by train instead of flying. She is trying to make a point that flying is much more carbon Grace. than other forms of transportation. Tiny. Messy black hair, glasses. She only wore gray and black. I thought she was a funny-looking kid back then. They'll sort out the details on how countries can implement the Paris Agreement. There are supposed to be some big announcements. But we know the politicians at these meetings make a lot of promises, but do little Mm. to reduce emissions. It's it's just talk. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important for us to keep the pressure on with public demonstrations. Yes, absolutely. Yes, we're cutting class every Friday to protest, but we need to push harder. Mm -hmm. Okay, one thing a lot of local governments are doing is declaring a climate emergency. We could make that one of our demands. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but that's a bit like COP24. No, declaring a climate emergency is an easy way for politicians to sound good without doing anything. Just talk. Mm. Mm. I'd say, let's demand free transit on electric buses instead. That would be sweet. Okay, maybe, but Leah's got a point. Which is? Declaring a climate emergency is something that has a chance at success. Mm. It's important for us to have some small wins, especially early on. I'm never wrong. Grace is right. (laughs) I think Grace is right. Well, okay. Let's try it. New signs for next Friday. Ridley, you're next. Okay, I've got another suggestion. What about a coffee house next month? Oliver, Seth, Molly, you guys can sing. I'll do spoken word. It'll raise money and spread the word about the club. Now you're ghosting me. Ghosting me. Please, please, don't go me now. Please, please, don't go me now. Here they come again, my tears. Here they come. Wow, Molly, that was great. Uh, and let's give a hand to Ridley Joseph on guitar. Thank you. For those who just got here, welcome to the Trojan Horse Coffee House. We are here tonight to celebrate the brave activism of Greta Thunberg, who made a speech in Poland this week. She told us that we are facing an existential threat. This is the biggest crisis humanity has ever faced. So. Those of us in the Fridays for Future Club want to take up her call. We can all help, so please come out to our next meeting on January 10th, right after school, room 222. Yes. Now let's give a warm welcome to Seth Peters. Thank you, Leah. Gather around children. Story time. Can, can I tell y'all a story real quick? parents used to say that I was way too young for the truth, way too young to make a difference and to be so attuned. I was silent like a mouse, man, my parents didn't know that I could see through every emperor's new set of fresh clothes. 
as kids it's hard to realize the During Seth's rap, I scanned my eyes towards the back of the room. Leah had walked over to sit with Cameron. Don't know how I knew, but I knew she was hitting on him. Grace must have noticed too. Suddenly she was right beside me. When are you on? Me? Oh, I'm, I'm up next. Oh, great. I really like your songs. Thanks. So random. But I still remember. Shout out to my mom who helped me write. Wow, Seth, that was awesome. <clears throat> Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Oliver Adams. For those who don't know me, I'm going to be uh, singing a song called Devil's Bargain. Sing along. The on-screen button tells you to buy Click on it now to embrace the lie Down and distracted on yourself Can't help thinking what the hell Caught in the funhouse maze again Caught in the devil's bargain Caught in the funhouse maze again Caught in the devil's garden Gadgets ship 10,000 miles Hats and skirts in many styles Christmas at my house that year was really tense for some reason. I think the turkey's done. Annika, where's Kathy? I'm mashing the potatoes. Kathy's upstairs in her computer, Ron. Okay, I'll get her. You two set the table. Okay. Adams, are you okay? No, Adams, I'm not. Why can't we have a normal Christmas like other people? Yeah, I know. But Ron and Kathy, they're trying, at least. Britt and Melissa think I'm weird. It's okay to be weird. Is that what you think? <laughs> Look, let's just, you and I, do the best we can, okay? All right, I'll try. Do we really have to have wine? Yes, we do, Kathy. Here's your glass. Merry Christmas 2018, everyone. Oh, Merry, Merry Christmas. 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 Cheers. <laughs> Britt and Melissa say their families have like a tree and stuff. Hundreds of presents. <laughs> well, we've never done mm. that. Nana and Grampy used to do it. Don't you remember? Yes, I do. Well, for Nana and Grampy, Christmas is a religious holiday. Your father and I don't believe in that stuff. Is that why our presents are wrapped in old newspaper? <laughs> no, we started that after Oliver was born. It's a recycling thing. We're also really busy people. Your mother's checking over the edits on her novel, and I've got piles of renovations to complete before it gets too cold. Fortunately, not enough to pay off our debts. 
Ron, Annika, the food is delicious. Thank you. Annika was entirely responsible for the potatoes and the beans. Oh, that's for me. Um, just a sec. It's the English professor guy. Hi. Who? Rupert yeah. Madison. At the university. I don't he know. was the one who got Kathy's novel published. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't know uh, that. I had not considered that. Would anyone else like some? Well, isn't journey? that supposed to be, sure. you know, kind of like... No, I'm okay. 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 Then we know we're winning. Then we know we're winning. Right here, right now. See the signs, we draw the line. Right here, right now. See the signs, we draw the line. That is really good, Oliver. That's a really, really cool song. Thanks. Now, okay, so I have a suggestion, if you want. Okay. So when you get to that chorus part, da dee da da, play E major instead of C sharp minor, and then to the B. I always say it's better to uh, educate in minor, but elevate in major. Okay, uh, let's try that. Yeah. Right here, right now. See the signs, we draw the line. <laughs> Thanks. Stuart, that sounds a lot better. Yes. Well, so now you're writing protest songs. Um, yeah, I, I got talked into joining Fridays for Future at school. Uh, uh -huh. Now they want me to write the songs for the demonstrations. Uh-huh, with repeating choruses that people can sing along to. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I learned that uh -huh, from you. Yeah. Remember those old gospel tunes that we started out yes, with? Yes, yes, of course. Well, I figured you could do the same thing with songs about climate change. Well, you're not the first person to have that idea. <laughs> well, no, I guess not. That is how I first got into music. Uh, what do you mean? Well, when I was your age, my parents arranged for me to travel down to Knoxville, Tennessee for leadership training at the Highlander Center. That was where Dr. King and Rosa Parks learned to organize, oh, right? Wow. It was a time when the fight for civil rights was a big thing. You've never told me this. And that summer I met um, uh, the Staple Singers, Odetta, uh, Guy Carawan, mm. uh, Pete Seeger. So it was at the Highlander Center where people began to change the words of gospel songs so they could become sing-along anthems for civil rights. We shall overcome, uh, keep your eye on the prize. Yeah, those are the songs I was thinking yes. of. Yes, and it affected me so much that I decided to become a protest singer. And I moved back to Toronto and I played it. <laughs> played at the Bohemian Embassy the riverboat, and even the uh, peace protests. Oh, how did you end up back in Kingston? <laughs> uh, that, that's, a, that's a complicated story. Uh, well, um, my parents were getting old, and they needed help in the store. And the music scene in Toronto was so white and mm. so straight. And I was too afraid to come out, so I just left. And that was the end of it. <laughs> it's a long time ago now. 
I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, no, it's fine. Look, I still love to perform and to teach. You know, this is my life. So let's hear that song of yours again, this time with the new chords. Okay. When the haters say we're ugly and mad, ugly and mad, ugly and mad. When the haters say we're ugly and mad, then we know we're I think that's all we can say at this point. We that spring, to help with our group helped march. organize Let's a big climate march with students from the university. Okay. Seth uh, was going to make a to speech. To your friends. Tell them how much fun it'll be. Bye. Bye, comrade. <laughs> Bye, guys. Seth, quick question. Will you run your speech for us? Here? We'll give you feedback before tomorrow. <laughs> you don't trust me? No, 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 no. We trust you, but four heads are better than one. Democracy, right? We might be able to help you improve it. Okay. <laughs> if you say so. <clears throat> Here goes. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for coming out today. Things are bad. We know that. Glaciers are melting, wildfires are raging, floods and hurricanes more devastating than at any time in history. We are now living the apocalypse that was predicted, and it's happening a lot faster than most scientists thought. It was a pretty good speech. Understandable, considering his father was a concert violinist and his mother was a lawyer. But then it started getting weird. Many of you don't want to question the system because you enjoy our consumer comforts and privileges. What will it take for you to wake up? How bad will it have to get before you stand up and shout enough? Okay, you know, wait, 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 wait. You can't blame people like that. It's going to backfire. Let him, let him finish. When your children look back on this moment, they don't care whether you recycled or not, how knowledgeable you were how busy you were, how much guilt you felt, whether you voted Green or NDP. And what they will care about is whether they can breathe the air and drink the water, whether there's a world left to live in. What will be your legacy? Thank you. Wow. That's a powerful speech, Seth. That's yeah, cool. It's cool, but you can't give it. Why not? You can't tell people they're addicted to their privileges and have lame excuses. Well, even if it's true? It is true. It might be true, but it's strategically bad. We have to be smarter than that if we want to make a difference. Grace is right, but we can revise it. Will you let us? Oliver will be our wordsmith. I will. Remember when you told us about Martin Luther King's speeches? <laughs> is the Politburo offering me a choice? <laughs> No. <laughs> we are unstoppable! Now another world is possible! We are unstoppable! Another world is possible! We are unstoppable! Now another world is possible! Sister, we are unstoppable! Another world is possible!
to everyone. Thanks so much for coming out. We march today because we are fed up. We are fed up with a federal government that signs a climate agreement and then sits idle while emissions continue to rise. We are fed up with those in power who turn their eyes away as storms, floods, and wildfires rage. We are fed up with corporations who bank obscene profits while glaciers melt and 200 species go extinct every single day. We are fed up with the Liberal Party that was elected on a climate action platform but then bought a pipeline. Look, I'm 17 years old. When I look around and see carbon emissions continuing to rise, despite the pleas of thousands of scientists and millions of ordinary people, you'll have to forgive me for doubting whether we live in a democracy. How can we live in a democracy when governments continue to serve corporations instead of the people? When the justice system is rigged in favor of extractive industries, when Mother Earth has no rights, when working people get poorer and poorer, when my indigenous sisters and brothers are subjected to violence and hate. I ask you this. When the history of this moment is written in the future, what will our children and grandchildren say? Will they admire our moral courage for showing the grim and bold determination to do what must be done? Will they see this as the moment when the glittering daybreak of climate justice began? I was standing beside Grace in the middle of the crowd, listening to Seth's revised speech. Leah and Grace massaged the politics. Dr. King supplied the cadence. I came up with the metaphors. It jams. Yeah. You see, collaboration helps. We're pretty good, eh? We're brilliant. Will be sacrifices. We will have to renounce some of our sweet consumer comforts for the clear water of justice, but we are ready. Come on, let's get started. Now is the time. Hi, I'm Oliver Adams. Great to see everyone out today. Are you ready to sing? This song has an easy chorus. I hope you'll join in. Here it is. Right here, right now. See the signs, we draw the line. Everyone! Right here, right now. See the signs, we draw the line. That's great. When the haters say we're ugly and mad. Ugly and mad, ugly and mad. When the haters say we're ugly and mad, then we know we're winning, then we know we're winning. Right here, right now, see the signs, we draw the line. Right here, right now, see the signs. Okay, here's the apple cider. Be careful, it's hot.
The four of us went to Seth's after the demonstration. It's just what we needed after a cold demonstration in March. I'm amazed so many people showed up. Right? I think we should be really proud. We couldn't have done it without the university students and the seniors. Yes, we should be proud, but it's just the first step. I can't help wondering what's going to happen after all this, after we graduate. Are we going to keep doing this organizing and, and stuff? Oh, of course we are, Leah. What do you think we're going to do? I'm worried. University, jobs, marriage, kids, like our parents. It doesn't have to be like that. What about if we all agree right now, today, that we're going to keep this going as long as necessary? No, you're right. We should make a pact. Uh, okay. I'm in. Me too. Okay, but our group needs to have a name. Okay. How about slog? <laughs> slog? <laughs> Seth, Leah, Oliver, and Grace? <laughs> no, that's really dumb. <laughs> okay, uh, how about the movers and shakers? Uh, that sounds too corporate. Mm. But we're not just movers and shakers, right? Like, we want to shake, but mm. we also want to make. Mm. Like, make a better world and all that. Mm. We're like the makers and shaker society. Yeah, Ooh. nice. Sounds good. Leave it to Oliver to come up with the right word. <laughs> Okay, everyone, let's toast to the Makers and Shakers Society. Cheers. Cheers. How was it? I'll be right back, guys. March 15th, 2019, over five decades ago, four teenagers making a vow. With all that's happened since, I shudder at how naive we were. Oh, my God. Guys, come look at this. Mozambique is underwater. Turn it up. With 175 kilometer per hour winds, aid agency officials say that 90% of the port city of Beira and the surrounding area was destroyed by floods. Continued rainfall has hampered rescue efforts. The official death toll will likely exceed 1,000. Thousands of those left now make their homes in schools and churches. Some 2,800 houses are believed to have been destroyed. I turned from the television screen to watch my friends. Seth was staring into his drink. Grace and Leah's eyes were wet. This survivor, Pris Chipore, says, I still have not found where my daughter is buried in the debris. There's no furniture, no more clothes, there's only rubble and stones. I started to feel weird. One more example, if we needed it, that the catastrophe was finally here, the apocalypse so long predicted. But the strangeness I felt, I realize now, was heart-hammered joy. For the first time in my stupid short life, I was surrounded by real friends. The on-screen button tells you to buy. Click on it now to embrace the lie. Down and distracted on yourself. Can't help thinking, what the hell? Caught in the fun of maze again. Caught in the devil's bargain.
The performers in this episode were Clark Mackey, Jackson Watt Bowers, Stephanie Fung, Paul Smith, Amelia Redmond, Sam Kaiser, Denver Ross, Vishmaya Jamworthy, Olivia Farquhar, Liam Carey, Anna Sudak, Cassell Miles, Matthew Ng. Production by Clark Mackey, Matt Rogolsky, Lib Spry, Jeremy Kerr, Matthew Ng, Delaney Butler, Ethan Molesky, Anna Coelho. Music performed and composed by Kevin Bowers. We are grateful to live and work as uninvited guests upon the traditional territories of the Haudenosaunee Confederacy and the Anishinaabeg Nation. Funding for the Makers and Shakers Society was provided by the City of Kingston Arts Fund and the Community Foundation of Kingston and Area.